Hey, hey, what's up? Sedano LZ Cap with the Hero 710 ESPN, and I have not used LZ's uh, cocoa butter stick. I have my own. Thank you very much. Thank God. Use, use some lotion, actually. But, uh, Kaplan, were you uh, attempting to find a cocoa butter stick over the weekend? No, I was just trying to borrow people's chapstick. Just walking around, yo, and yo, you got anything you put on your lips? Can I borrow that? Because that's disgusting. I got it. LZ told me I can't use his foot butter. I got it. And by the way, have I told you guys about the time that I was a punter and I got Tommy John surgery? Did I tell you about that? No. Did you get um, – but you were a kicker, weren't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just that I was just playing off Chris's Open, you know? Right. Kaplan's going to tell us a story. He was a punter. He had Tommy John in his yeah. left leg. No, now, I didn't have l- that. L- let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Now, if – because I'm curious about this. We don't have to get too far deep into the weeds. But now that I just want to annoy Chris more than anything else since he got it wrong. Um, like, do punters and kickers have beef or do you guys, like, hang with each other? Oh, no. Punters and kickers are each other's best friends. We need okay. kickers, punters, and long snappers. Otherwise, everybody else just leave us alone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, that's your crew when you're yeah. hanging out in the locker room? Right. That's our guys. What is the locker room dynamic? Because I feel like every position group probably hang, you know, at least when I used to cover the NFL like eons ago, every position group was already bunched together. But even beyond that, they would hang all the time. Yeah. Kickers, punters, and long snappers are, are, are dudes that, that hang together at all times, always got each other's backs, mostly because the punter has become the holder. So the kicker needs the punter and the long snapper ah. around him at all times for a proper operation of 1.25 seconds, George Sedano. Okay, fair enough. Um, I, you know, it kind of reminds me of uh, LZ of when Luke Walton used to joke that he used to say, <laughs> he used to joke that there was White Boy Wednesday uh, in the locker room, and he would get to pick the music when he played for the Lakers on Wednesdays. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. What do you think he would have picked? Who, Luke? Yeah, I got that. I mean, think about it. You know, I mean, I don't I don't even he's the son of Bill Walton. So one would have just assumed Grateful Dead because he probably grew up around a lot of that music. But my, my guess son ain't is playing run DMC. Yeah. But my <laughs> guess is, yeah, like, you know, Luke is young, right? Like he's what, 40, 41, 42. Like he's probably into hip hop. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but if it were if it were White Boy Wednesday and he were just trying to annoy everybody, he'd he'd break out all the classic Eminem? rock, Allman Brothers. No, no, not that. Oh, uh, I was thinking more like the classic rock. You know, Allman Brothers, Crosby, Stills and Nash, Grateful Dead, all the things that the brothers in the locker well, room. He's be like, not Yo, a man, seventy year old white dude. He's a young <laughs> white dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, Jesus, God. you know, at least you go like Foo Fighters or something. You know what I mean? Something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that makes more. Dave Grohl, you know, I get it. You know, mm-hmm. like, okay. Um, you know, heck, even like the grunge era, because the grunge era will give you, uh, will, will be their, their teenage, you know, in college era. You know, that, that makes more sense. Um, all right. So, Greg Bergman, go ahead. Blame me for all the injuries. Go ahead, because I know that's what you want to do. Just do it. Go ahead. Right. Yes, you, you are. I can hear you yes. loud and clear. Yeah. Hello? Oh, Probably should have tested Hello. that before you went on. <laughs> We're all good. Yeah. But anyway, it is your fault. Ever since you've said this, that the, the Dodgers are boring, or when you said that the Lakers were boring. All it's been has been injury after injury after injury, and it's your fault. It's no longer boring, though. That's for sure. That's <laughs> well, just, it's annoying. It's not boring, though, right? <laughs> yeah, losing games isn't bo- is very I mean, annoying. Makes, I, I would say this. I think that... Here's the deal. And and I get that if you're the Lakers, you don't want to be there. And I get why LeBron wouldn't want to be there. 
okay, in the play-in scenario, even though he has flip-flopped on that multiple times over his career, um, including something just a year ago. But I'll say this, like, the Lakers in the play-in scenario, if you're the league, okay, I know you're not people here, right, not Laker fans, but if you're the league, LZ Granderson, you're going to tell me the NBA wouldn't be like, if they knew they would win, okay, if they knew they would win, like if I told Adam Silver, okay, Adam Silver, I'm going to give you the purple pill. And the purple pill is that the Lakers would be in the play-in, but they would advance, okay? They would be like the seven or eight seed and, you you know, they'd be fine, you know, and they could still make their run to the championship because we do remember his predecessor, David Stern, always saying the premier NBA Finals would be the Lakers versus the Lakers, you know, so Adam doesn't fall far from that tree. Um, but if I gave him the purple pill, LZ, and said, Lakers in the play-in and still make their run, do you think he would take that? Yeah, but there's no purple pill. So Adam Silver does not want the Lakers in this playoff scenario. Because he there's a chance they're, they're out. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, so, so you're sitting here and you're like wondering, can you guys hear an echo, by the way? I do a little bit. Yeah, so sidebar, um, we're getting our floors redone. And as a consequence, <laughs> we've had to empty bedrooms. And I'm now in my empty bedroom. And uh, the sound is bouncing everywhere. So yeah, I can hear it a little bit. I thought it was maybe me, but now, okay, that's fine. No, 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 I figured stuff, you know, I won't fake the funk. I'll own yeah. up to it. Okay. I, uh, the place that we moved into temporarily, the internet is not functioning, and the property manager had to contact the owner who's contacting yeah. the cable company. Right. So Why don't you put some blankets on the floor? I don't have anything in the house. Oh. The entire floor of the house is being redone. Right. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say build like a tent. If you do like a tent, it'll like t- absorb some of the audio. Oh, I guess I could do that. I, I mean, my like kids do it tent. all the time. They just take a bunch of blankets and you know make things. That's why I was in a tent. It wasn't alone. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, back to so Adam anyway. Silver and the purple pill. <laughs> yes, the purple pill that does not exist. So listen, right? He obviously does not want the Lakers in this situation. The Lakers don't want to be in this situation, which is why I kept saying, and I never moved, and you guys know I never moved, I kept saying seeding matter. I didn't care what Kuz said. You did. I didn't care what Schroeder said. I told you Schroeder, I've been a Laker longer than Schroeder has, so I didn't care what he said either. Seeding matters, and that's what LeBron James said last night. But it's funny because not only did Dennis Schroeder say that, but also Kyle Kuzma said, oh, it doesn't matter where we yeah. are. Yeah, I said that I said, I said earlier. You know why those guys now, said that? You know why those guys said that? It's they didn't think they'd be here. Well, right. And they thought that as soon as LeBron and AD were back, then the Lakers were back. Right. And it's been two Well, so games. did we. Well, well it right. also, but, yeah. It, yeah. but it also takes pressure off of them. If CD doesn't matter, then my losses don't matter. Right. Then I can't be held accountable because ultimately none of this matters. None of this matters because seeding doesn't matter. So it takes yeah. the pressure off of them. If it matters saying, now. If they were saying we need to try to maintain whole corner advantage, now they're putting pressure on themselves. Mm-hmm. Then they want that smoke, smartly yeah. so. Yeah. Because let's let's be honest, once we get past AD and LeBron, there's a huge gap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but here's the thing. They said seeding doesn't matter because they thought, like we thought, like the fans thought that as soon as LeBron and AD came back, the Lakers start to roll. Even in game one, as soon as LeBron's back and AD's back and Drummond's on the floor and, and they put it all together, they're going to roll. And in two games, 
against inferior opponents. They lost on their home floor. And we talked about these are warm-up games before they play Denver tonight and they play the Clippers later in the week and they play playoff-caliber teams. You know, what LeBron said last night was very interesting. He said, if I'm not healthy, it doesn't really matter. That's my mindset. That was the quote. That's my mindset. So LeBron's mindset is real simple. Either I'm 100% healthy and we make a run, or I'm not, and this team has no chance without me. I mean, he's right. <laughs> yeah, he's right. Yeah, I mean, he's right. He's right, because, you know, we've seen what a team with Anthony Davis leading it looks like, even when he's healthy. <laughs> and, you know, that's I mean, a team that gets bounced in the first or second round. Like, that's just the reality of it, for as good as he is. But, but the real talk, though, yeah. this isn't about the Lakers. This is just LeBron. Everywhere he goes, if he doesn't play, the team struggles just to be 500, including in Miami with Bosh and with Wade. So what the Lakers are experiencing is what every single team he's been on has experienced. And you don't know how good you have it until that man is gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but now he's back. And what's interesting is he says, and this was on Friday, late last on Friday, he said something to the effect of, I don't know that I'll ever be 100% again, or I don't know that I'll ever be back to where I was. I mean, he definitely made it sound like this injury was way worse and, and might impact him going forward the rest of his career. That's the way I read it. And then for him to leave the game last night and for him to now be declared out tonight, uh, did he come rushing back too soon? Did he see that this team was struggling without him? Did he say, I got to hustle back? For whatever reason... He doesn't like the play-in now because it could potentially be the Lakers. And, George, your point about the league loving it, yeah, they'd love to have the Lakers play in in advance, but what if the Lakers, just what if, what if they played like Golden State one game? Great for one game, but what if, what if Steph were to go off and have some monster game and the Lakers, that's it, they're bad. Oh, no, right, it could happen. Yes, there's no guarantee in Which that scenario. Like no, now, look, no, the no Laker fan wants that. So, so what I, I would say is this. The, the, okay, and let's just say it this way. Granted, they are in a three-way tie with Dallas um, mm -hmm. and Portland, but technically they're still the sixth seed right now based on right. tiebreaker scenarios, okay? Now that clearly can – now we are in a game-to-game, -game, you know, day-to-day -day situation, okay? And, and these last whatever amount of games is going to be, I think it's eight, right? Eight games? These last eight games, man, they are going to be nerve-wracking because – they play Portland a couple of times, right? Mm -hmm. um, was it, or at least once they play Portland. And they play a bunch of teams here, we've talked about it, that aren't necessarily gimmies, including tonight right. against Denver. They mm -hmm. got the Clippers. They got Portland. They got Phoenix. The Knicks are not a gimme. Um, Houston, whatever. Indiana's fighting for its own life, right, at the end of the season, too. And so are the Pelicans. So it, it, there aren't any real gimmies other than Houston. No, no, and, and because of the injuries and because of the slothfulness and ramping back up, you know, n none of the games that we face are gimmies. None of the games anyone else faces are gimmies. The only thing that's a gimme right now is that no one wants to play the Lakers. And that's the one thing that we can't forget because it's really easy to get caught up that we were like a year ago during the bubble I was right there. I know a bunch of people were there. Charles Barkley lost his damn mind when he was there because the Lakers weren't playing well for a significant stretch. And it looked like all you saw were the problems until the postseason started. And then you were reminded, oh, yeah, we got those two dudes. Now, I get it. They're coming off of injuries. 
I get it. We're not quite sure if they're 100%. But there isn't a team in this league that wants to test them out. There isn't a team in this league that oh, says, Oh, I disagree oh, with that. Let's see if they're not ready. I disagree with that. I think that there is – I'll tell you this, okay? I think that especially wounded, because they are wounded, yeah. I think that's different. Yeah. I think – particularly the Clippers, the Clippers think they can beat them if they're healthy. Now, I don't think they can beat them if they're healthy, but the Clippers sure as hell do think that. Yeah, and but the so Clippers I, aren't healthy. I get it, but I, they, we know what they're doing with Kawhi. Like, we know what they're so doing. So what are they doing with Paul George? Well, it, Paul George, too. They're just they're, – they're, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're load managing them. They're not – they don't have – those two don't – those two aren't coming off serious injuries, to my knowledge. No, but, well, but Phoenix, Portland – Denver tonight, any of these teams, CLG, I would think that all these teams would say now, this is when I do want them. Correct. Because I know LeBron is nowhere close to 100%, and he's hurting. And I can just tell by Anthony Davis's defensive game in particular, he doesn't look the same. So if ever there was a time to want this Laker team, I would think now's the time to want them. Correct. I, don't, I, I just disagree. I mean, even without AD being 100%, we had, like, the best record in the league. <laughs> without him being 100%, we had the best record in the league. This is what I'm saying. We've been here before, not that far ago, where the team was off to a hot start, clearly looked like they were clicking, things were moving. That's where we were before AD went out, even though he wasn't 100%. Yeah, but that's where we were. I know, so I'm look looking here and I'm like going, then. okay, so the only team that really concerns me in the West is Denver because they've gotten better with the trade. Aaron Gordon has made them significantly better. And they've managed to, to, to live without Jamal Murray in large part because their kid has picked up the slack and they picked up Aaron Gordon. But with that being said, no one really scares me because I know what this team is oh, capable okay, of. Oh, okay, but once but that's decide. different than what you just said. You, no one scares you. That's fine. But you basically said nobody wants that smoke, and I would disagree. Nobody I'm wants with, that smoke. No, man. I disagree. They it's want so that smoke, bigger, especially, though. especially right now. Kaplan is a hundred percent right. Anybody that wants, anybody that really wants that smoke, anybody that's a baller that wants that smoke, don't want you limping. That's why I'm talking this talk. If what are you we talking ball, about? I'm, like, are you I'm serious talk, with I'm, that? I'm being one hundred percent. I'm talking like a baller. Nobody who wants to dethrone the LC. king wants the king to come in on one leg. They want to dethrone the king when the king is healthy, so they said they did it. No one wants to face, no baller wants to face, put it that way. No baller wants to dethrone a limping king. We give, what do we give Kawhi, Kawhi the side eye for? Because we know good and damn well if the Golden State Warriors were healthy, they'd probably lose that damn series. Okay, so That's then the are reason we gonna, why we are, give them the side eye. Are we, we going to do that retroactively too then? Are we going to do that retroactively too? Like, oh, that, you know, like Kyrie and teams. Kevin Love weren't healthy in 2014 and 15. Yeah. Like, come on, man. We well, can't do, you, that. do you not year, follow what's... Twitter? Because certainly they bring up Danny or uh, uh, Draymond Green not being there for game five every damn chance they get. Right, Trust and LeBron me. didn't care that he wasn't there. I don't think anybody's feeling sorry for LeBron. Exactly. I don't think anybody's no, feeling I sorry feel, for the Lakers. I didn't say feel sorry no, no, for them. I know what you're saying, I'm but talking if you're Denver, about the, I'm talking about the respect that you get on the ball court when you dethrone a healthy king versus one that's limping. There's a I want my damn respect, too. I mean, LZ, he just said he said on Friday after the Kings game that he may not be 100% for the rest of his career. Are you, is that what you believe, too? I'm just telling you, man, about ball culture. 
Okay, can, ball culture or not? I'm asking you as a <laughs> I'm asking you as a journalist who's covered sports for oh, you know a quarter of a century. Well, listen, man. I remember when Trace McGrady said he was going to retire after they put the zone in the NBA. Players say things in frustrations. You got to need to take it with a grain of salt. But I'm talking about the simple fact is when these guys are together, and we've seen it in documentaries, we've seen it in interviews. They remember these details when they talk. No, now whatever you, whatever fans may feel, whatever the ownership may feel is different. But the guys remember, think about the conversations that transpired during the last dance and how all those grudges, all those slights, all those little injuries, every single aspect of those games, those guys recall like it just happened. So you're not going to convince me that they're not going to be thinking, damn, we got LeBron when he had a bad ankle, but we could never beat him when he was healthy. Nobody wants that. Mm. Nobody. Oh, no, man. If I'm Denver, I don't think anybody's feeling sorry for us. We had a major injury. They just lost Jamal Murray. You, right. Exactly. You so keep confusing so and feeling sorry Lakers, for it. Gonna... I'm not talking about feeling sorry for it, man. No, no, I'm just using it as an expression, though, is, is, that, is that if you're Denver, you're going to look at the Lakers and go, yeah, I'd like to see him now. And wait, we knocked him off. Oh, you didn't knock off LeBron when he was fully healthy. Well, we we're Denver, not fully, we're healthy, not fully either. healthy either. Yeah. So, Who's fully healthy this season? Not even nobody anymore. <laughs> Everybody's got something. So I, that, that excuse is out the a, window for me. Uh, well, I mean, you guys are comparing LeBron to everybody else. LeBron is something different. You guys, that's the reason why the Nets. That's the reason why the Nets are celebrating uh, no, up and L- down every single bucket they get against the Lakers because they want to do it against LeBron. LeBron brings out a different thing in these guys, man. You guys got to understand that. Come on, LZ. You're telling me that I haven't seen that before, but that's not the issue here. What I'm saying is everybody's dinged up. Everybody's dinged up. Bring Nobody's in the callers. Healthy. Bring in the callers. Nobody's Open healthy. Up the phone lines. Bring in the, the callers. Oh, the callers. Can agree with you all you bring want, in, but I'll tell you this: calls. nobody, bring in the, bring in the callers. nobody's gonna care if they win. Oh, so bring, we should bring in so the callers. The, I mean, the Lakers won a championship last year, and the Heat were hurt. Does that count or no? Baller code. You know I say bring in the call. Well, I'm George. just saying. Bam out of bio missed a bunch of games. Goran Dragic had a plantar and a fascia. No, no. Baller code. Explain that one to me then. I'm going to read your text messages, Dan, because you were texting me that if this person was healthy and this person was healthy, this person, this series would be different. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You did exactly no, what I'm talking I, about. No, which I is didn't. I said the Lakers the would injuries. win in seven, and they won in six. <laughs> I didn't change my mind on anything, but I, but I'm I'm you. You're the one that's saying that baller code. You want to beat when you're healthy. Well, the Lakers didn't beat them when they're healthy. Does that mean their championship is diminished? No, of course not. That's ridiculous. I didn't say the championship was diminished. I talked about the talk, man. The whole time I've been talking about the talk, and just like you recounted the specific injury to the point guard of the opposing team that we basically swept, this is the talk that I'm talking about. People remember those details. I'm not talking about whether or not the the championships are real or who's covering this. I'm not talking about that aspect of it. I'm talking about the conversations that transpire both immediately after championships and years later. That's Nobody cool. wants to beat a limping king. They want to okay. get him when he's on top. I, I, I'm sure Isaiah cared. Did uh, you know the the Lakers cared when Isaiah's uh, ankle got turned in that series? I mean, you know, I don't think they care. I I, I disagree with and that. Just right, we brought can open up it up every single time, and you we just can, brought it up, which is my point. That's but, all. You keep right, my but point. I, but they, I don't think they care. And we'll open it up. I'll ask Laker fans. Did you care when Isaiah turned his ankle? Did you care that Goran Dragic and Bam got hurt care. last year? You're, re- you're rephrasing what I said, though. I'm not talking about do you care in relationship to the championship. That's not what I'm talking about. 
Okay, then let's do this on the other side because we're way over the break and both Greg and Laura, even Laura's yelling at us now. All right, Uh-oh. Laura, I'm sorry. Greg, not so much. But Laura, I'm sorry for sure. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So let me ask you this, LZ. So mm-hmm. let, let's just, so we, before we get to the callers here. Ring, ring. Is it the path? You want the, the you, don't, you don't want the path of least resistance is the way I would, just, is the way I am, I am hearing it. Is that fair to say? No. I've never okay. said that. Okay. Then I, well, I'm just confused. I'm confused. I'm very confused still. What are you confused about? Like, I don't understand your position on this. Okay. All right. How many championships does Kevin Durant have? He has two. How many of them do you think you feel good about? How, how many does he feel good about? Based upon the way that he behaves, based upon the way that he talks. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think he feels good about having two. Why do you think he doesn't feel good about it? You don't think think he feels good about it? Defensive about it. Why do you think he is sensitive about that conversation about joining that team when it was a seventy-three win team? Why do you think he's sensitive about that? I just think he's sensitive. Why do you think he's sensitive about that? I I, I, better yet, why do you think other players give him the business about that? Why do you think do, other players give LeBron the business, like Dr. J digging up old bones, talking about he started the super teams? Why do you think that conversation happens? Well, I think the old heads just rewrite history in a way that isn't, re- that, that isn't really what it was. So why do you think they feel the need to do that? Um, because their own accomplishments get diminished. And so they're looking for reasons not to make sure their accomplishments get diminished. Okay. So if I told you that I beat LeBron with the bad ankle, what does that do to my accomplishments? I mean, I versus guess it- me telling you I beat a healthy Lakers squad, and now we're on to the next round. Okay, but Kevin Durant beat a healthy LeBron. You're, you're, are, are you doing this on purpose, or are you really? I'm not just, no, the I'm point? just saying. Like, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't follow. Like, I really, really don't follow. Like, so I, you really I, I don't. don't. You, you really don't understand why certain players are on edge when they are brought up for like joining super teams and winning championships or even before that a generation before ring chasers it used to be called ring chasers carmelone's a ring chaser this player is a ring chaser why do you think those players are are called that because other because, people are just jealous that because they didn't there's get an the aspect to, do that? to this is what i'm trying to communicate there's an aspect an aspect of ball culture that extends beyond the business of the nba and just goes into basic dude sitting in a barbershop talking that talk about what they've done when they were used to be that dude and nobody just like Charles always is sensitive about not having a ring even though he's had a great great fantastic unquestionably iconic career but you can still get him with the ring talk because when it's time for the dudes just to be amongst themselves and ballers just talking ball that's a part of it so when I was talking about no one wants to, to face the Lakers no one wants that if you're a baller, it's not about winning a champ. It's not about the NBA. 
No, that's a business that makes you money and all that stuff. But the, uh, the, the, the reasons why you're in the NBA is because first you fell in love with ball. And when you fall in love with ball first, it's those little moments within the culture that I'm talking about that carries over to the professional and the collegiate ranks even as well. That's the part that I'm talking about. All no, right, so you don't, you don't lower championships and you don't say, you know, oh, well, this, that, and the other. Those are NBA conversations, and that's all fine and dandy and true. But I was referring to ball culture. And in ball culture, those guys, every fan remembers all those little details just like you did, George. And when it gets into debates and conversations about who did X, Y, and Z, you remember those to do what? Diminish the other guy's accomplishments. And that's the reason, that's why I'm talking when I'm talking in terms of nobody wants to do that with the Lakers. Because if you're Dame Lillard and you beat LeBron with a bad ankle, you know in your heart it don't feel as good as when you beat him when he was healthy. And that's what you want. That's all I'm saying. Well, LZ. Beautifully communicated, and what it's taught me is this, and George, I don't know if you're going to feel the same way, but for me, here's what I know now. A, I'm not a baller, even though I thought I was my whole life. I thought I was a baller. I'm not anymore. And B, I don't understand ball culture, even though I thought I did, but now I don't, because all I want to do is win. And if I come up against LeBron, and here's, here's what I know. LeBron's not 100%. AD's not 100%. Drummond hasn't been woven into this team when the two stars are healthy. McLemore's just gotten there, and he's just hot and cold. Schroeder's now out because of concussion, or excuse me, because of COVID. Uh, Gasol's no longer really a contributor. Um, there's just, I, I can see that the Lakers are a beaten down club right now. And even though the players talk this talk and the fans believed it, that as soon as LeBron and AD are on the floor, the Lakers are back to last year's championship Lakers. After two losses to inferior opponents, I now think the Lakers are in huge trouble. So I wasn't thinking ball culture, and I wasn't thinking about pride in the barbershop. I was thinking about winning now, and the Lakers are wounded. So give yeah. them to me. Um. Yeah, look, I, I, that was kind of what I'm thinking. I, I just feel like this this – Ball culture, and look, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. You Sweet know, Jesus, I, George, you should know about it. You I, don't I mean, know. I, you don't I've covered it. the you league for a really long time, and I get that there are egos in play. I'm not debating that, but I feel like we're moving the goalposts here when we have this discussion a little bit, is all I'm saying. Well, no, um, there's just different things. There's, there's, there's the NBA conversation, and that's the one that, you know, I'm having when I talk about seeding matters. That's the NBA conversation, right? right? But then I, I was talking about ball culture in the sense of, do you want LeBron now when he's hurt and when his team is hurt? Hurt versus not together. Hurt versus you're in a shooting slump. Those are different things. Hurt means you, you can't really go the way you need to go. No one wants that. That's the reason why when you play pickup ball, George, you don't really want to beat the team that's been running the court after they've been there for two hours and you know they're tired. No, you want them when they're fresh because it feels better. That's what I'm talking about when I say ball culture. Okay, let's go to Paul in Studio City. Paul, go ahead. Completely on point. He's completely on point with what he's saying. I mean, LZ's right, but it goes even further than just ball coach. So it's any sport that you're playing, okay, there's winning, right? And let's say you're not 100%. You want to do whatever it takes to win. But if you're 100% and you're talking about legacies and greatest of all time type conversations, well, then you're trying to say it's like, uh, in the bubble, everyone was talking about that Portland team being the best first-round 
Portland team, the best first-round opponent the Lakers could possibly face. They might even upset. I think Barkley was going off saying they might even upset the Lakers, right? Well, we smashed that team. So it felt even better because we smashed them when they were healthy. All that hype everyone gave them. And we wait, just wait, 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 wait. They weren't healthy. Damian Lillard had a backyotomy, or CJ McCollum had like a backyotomy, and Damian Lillard got hurt in the series. So you didn't beat them when they're healthy. Well, all right. Well, I guess I maybe I missed that detail. So that feels even worse, yeah. right? Because it's like whatever. But you Before were totally cool with hurt. it. No, but that's my point. You were totally cool with it until I just told you that. Well, it took a little bit. Right. I guess I didn't recall it correctly. <laughs> so that that hurts a little bit. But just like Drogic, when Drogic went out, I knew we were going to beat the Heat. But then when Drogic went out, it's like, am I even going to keep watching the finals? Because this is this is in the bag. You know, so it takes some of that thunder out. You want to beat someone when they're at their best because it just – it makes your legacy better. And if you if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. You take the win. But okay. you wanted it to be that way. Wow. Right. I don't Thank remember you, anybody on the Lakers being like, man, you know what? I'm happy that we won, but it actually kind of sucks that we won because they weren't at full strength. So, you know, I only feel like 75% happiness right now, whereas yeah, if they were fully healthy, I'd feel 100%. What yeah, is that? I, yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't. I don't get that. I, I mean, I don't think anyone. I, and I know LZ, you've made the distinct. You, you're you've distinguished the difference. But I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I well, just imagine feel like going it's... to the Super Bowl and Tom Brady gets hurt in practice the week of, and you go out and you're Kansas City and you beat the Buccaneers, but they didn't have Tom Brady. You think Patrick Mahomes is going to say, you know what? I mean. I like winning the Super Bowl and everything that comes with it, but I don't feel real good about it because Brady got hurt. Oh, well, well, take it a step further. He gets hurt in the game. Then what? Yeah, I mean, tough. It, that's life. Yeah. David in Long Beach, real quick. David. Hey, hey, guys. What goes around comes around. In 2016, Steph Curry slipped in a pile of sweat, banged his knee on the ground, dove for a loose ball, hit his elbow, had a tennis ball on his elbow, and guess who was there in the finals to scream in his face when they lost? LeBron James. So Le- LeBron James is just going to get what, what's coming around to him. That's it. Well, he may not. I, they, I, I don't buy this thing that LeBron isn't going to be healthy when this thing moves forward. Now, he knows his body wear better than I do, but there's still a long way to go here. Like, I'm not ready to sit here and say this thing's over, too. Like, they're, they're going to get bounced. I'm just saying that they're not, and I think that, that's where you and I disagree, LZ. I think fundamentally, I think we can both agree that we disagree in regards to other teams look at them and be like, oh, bring them on. That This is part of the game. Injuries are part of the game. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, listen, we, we got to wrap, but I, I, there's an NBA conversation and then there's a, an NBA about ball. And you can't conflate the two because they don't have the same goals. And I'll leave it at that. I want the uh, Lakers to have the easiest route I want us to face the easiest, just like I've always said, seeding matters. Why did I say that? Because I want us to take the easiest route. I don't want that as an NBA. But, in, but when it comes to ball, yeah, you want to smash the Nets completely healthy. Why? Because them dudes were clowning us in our house and we need to get some get back. 877-710-ESPN. We'll take some calls. We got overrated, underrated, properly rated with Bergman. Uh, giving us the questions. We'll do that. We're back in three minutes. Thank you very much, Chris. All right. We are going to start off with birthdays, and let's go with Scott to start this off today. Why? Because why not? James Brown, Frankie Valley, and Eric Church. 
Overrated, underrated, properly rated. James Brown, Frankie Valley, Eric Church. You can write that all down. No, I got it. I wrote it down. Tell me who Eric Church is so I know and then I can decide. <laughs> he's, like a country he's a country music oh, artist. Oh, hell. Okay. Yeah. I and don't, someone I on the show is going to be very you mad. You know what? I normally give you sh- uh, crap um, for this stuff, <laughs> and uh, but I barely know who he is, too. So. Okay. So, so now that I know who Eric Church is, now I can tell everybody what I think here. He's overrated. Uh, I think Frankie Valley is <laughs> underrated. Frankie Valli was an amazing singer, and not only was he an amazing singer, but because he had such an interesting life, they turned it into a Broadway musical, which was incredible, Jersey Boys, which I loved, I've seen a million times, and uh, movie not as good, but I love the Frankie Valli story, so he's underrated. Uh, James Brown, James Brown was so great that Eddie Murphy used to do James Brown's Celebrity Health Spa on SNL, because he was so great, and he's properly rated. James Brown, and then because I don't know who Eric Church is, he's overrated. Yeah. I would also agree Eric Church is overrated because his best song has to do with uh, Bruce Springsteen. Like, So you basically, you're, you're piggybacking off of Bruce Springsteen's fame to have your most famous song. So I'm going to go overrated with him, and uh, the godfather of soul is always uh, properly rated, and Frankie Valli, I guess, is underrated, just because I don't have anywhere else to put him. Um, so Eric Church is underrated. Frankie Valley is overrated. And you, the Godfather of Soul is properly rated. Of course he is. Okay, fair enough. Next, there, Greg. There we go. All right. Uh, I'm actually going to have this one for Laura. Laura, are you ready to go? I'm ready. All right. So, Laura, you're going to start this off. Will Smith is all over the viral world with his shirtless picture with a dad bod and saying he's in the worst shape of his life. Are dad bods overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Uh, how many dads are on the show? <laughs> All of us. With a guy for All wearing properly. R- I mean, LZ is on the spectrum of like. I'm a dad. You're a dad, but yeah, but no LZ bucks. doesn't. LZ is yeah. the outlier here. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. I was actually, you know, it's funny. I was actually talking to my general contractor, who's also a father, and we were talking about working out, and he said to me, unprompted. You know, I don't get these, you know, these lazy guys saying I got a dad bod. It's like, no, you're just fat. Just own it. (laughs) (laughs) So, Laura? (laughs) I was trying to get out of this. Um, I think it's overrated right now. Guys are like LZ said. They're just like, I don't want to work out. I got a dad bod. I'm rocking it. Whatever. Mm. This picture of Will Smith that's making its rounds. Let me make a couple of comments about this. Uh, He's disgusting. But that being said, I completely understand where he's at because I'm in the same place. I'm gross. This past weekend, guys, I went to put on a pair of pants that I promise you I've not worn in a year and a half. And I wore them simply because they were the only pair of pants in my closet, legit, that I could be even remotely comfortable. And I mean like 50% comfortable. I was so disgusting. My belly's flopping over my pants. I tucked in the shirt. I tried for like a half an hour to blouse this thing to hide how fat I am. I, my pants hurt. The shirt tucked in looked terrible. I need to lose a legit 15 pounds. And Will Smith, you and me together, we need to do it, Dad Bod, because you look terrible, as I do. I, um, you know, I would say Dad Bods are properly rated. I think some dudes can rock it and some dudes can't. It just depends on how big the bod is for the dad. You know what I mean? Like, if you're just a little bit overweight, eh, you know, it's fine. Uh, if you're a lot of over- 30. What was it? 3430? <laughs> right. If you're a lot, if, if you're, if you're extra, you know, I mean, there's more love, you know, what is it? More, um, 
more hug, more, what is it, more, uh, what are they? More bounce more, to the ounce. Right, more bounce to the ounce. Mm. Um, yeah, like, you know, that's, that, I'm not trying to shame anybody, but, you know, it is what it is. You know, for some people, it's, uh, it's endearing. For others, you know, it, 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 it feels and looks different to them. I happen to try my best to try to look my best. It doesn't always work. I have lost uh, a, like 10 or 12, maybe a lot more pounds during the pandemic just because I got more time to work out. Um, but I don't know. I would say properly ready because I think it just depends on the person and their own self-esteem and their own, uh, you know, belief in their, I guess, own being. I got to give Will Smith credit. I mean, to take that picture and put it out there like that. I may even try and do one just like it. I'm going to put on a bathrobe, a pair of really short shorts, like volleyball girl shorts, and then I'm going to just put my fat belly out there for everybody to just see. Nobody okay. needs that. Yeah, thirsty. That works. All right, thirsty is right, week? girlfriend. That's right, it's thirsty. You know it. Real thirsty. Sahara Desert. Dry mouth thirsty. <laughs> Go ahead, Greg. <laughs> All right. LZ, we'll start with you here. 43-year-old Chad Ochocinco is now Sweet Feet Johnson. And is going to fight in a four or six round exhibition fight in the Mayweather Logan Paul undercard. Is the nickname Sweet Feet Johnson <laughs> overrated, underrated, or properly rated? I'm going to say it is properly rated. Properly rated. You know, when you said Sweet Feet Johnson, I was like, damn, I haven't seen that dude fight yet. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Sound like he got some belts. So I'm going to say it's properly rated. Mm. Yeah, I would say underrated. There should be more. I, I'm actually. I would, I'm surprised there's not more guys who uh, participate in the Sweet Science that were nicknamed Sweet Feet. Because, look, we got a lot of um, nicknames in boxing that get played over and over and over again, right? Or at least multiple times. Mm-hmm. That one I've never heard, so I feel underrated. I'm going to go overrated because anything Chad Ochocinco Sweet Feet does I think is overrated. But I would say that, you know what would be great? Is if he's going to fight on the undercard of the Mayweather-Logan Paul fight, what if Sweet Feet fights Jake Paul, the other one, the brother, the one who right. knocked out Nate Robinson. Now you got me. Now I'm interested. Sweet feet. Okay. Fair enough. Greg, one more. All right. Uh, we'll start with you, George. Tom Brady says he would trade two of his Super Bowl rings for a perfect season. Is that overrated, underrated, or properly rated? That sounds like just someone who's got extra. You know what I'm saying? Like that. When you overindulge like that, that's what you say. You say stupid bleep like that. Okay, oh, I'd give up two of them for a perfect season because that one bothers him or whatever. Look, yeah, bro, because if you gave up two, you'd still have five, which means you'd still have more than everyone else. So, nah. uh, mm. you know, get out of here. Is, this is yet again, George, you're not understanding the ball culture. You see, there were two Super Bowls Clearly. that Tom Brady won that he don't feel good about. So he'll just trade those in for perfect seasons. If right, there it the is. That's country. what it is. The ones he didn't feel good about. Those Vinatieri ones. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Scott. You're able to have a bit without repeating exactly what I say. You have the original <laughs> thought. Very good. Very good. All right, that is overrated, underrated, properly rated. Coming up next, uh, the Dodgers, by the way, also a little bit snake bitten. A little bit. Well, maybe a lot of it. We'll get into some of that on the other side. Um, don't forget we're on until 530 today because the Lakers are taking on the Denver Nuggets. This segment is presented by K&N Filtration. Uh, So thank you to them for sponsoring this segment. All right, we'll get to that. We'll get back to the Lakers. We'll get back to your phone calls at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Sedano, LZ, and Cap here on 710 ESPN. Back in three. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yes, there is, George, because LZ sounds like he is the wizard behind the curtain. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> really? Are oh, you saying because of the echo? Because of the echo, yeah. That's what, oh. he, that's what he sounds like to me right now. Oh. I don't hear it that bad. Like, I don't think it's- oh, in the studio, we can hear it. Really? Bit killer alert. Should have workshopped that one. Bit killer yeah. alert. I was like, I mean, you, you can tell. Chris first? <laughs> we ran, me and Laura thought it was funny, and that was all that matters. Oh, uh, look at that. Okay. Take it. Take it the steering alert. wheel. Okay. By the way, this portion of the show is presented by Lyman Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like it was that bad, Elsie. No, I'm going to be honest with you. If it was bad, I'd be like, dude. I, I'm assuming if it was that bad, they would have asked me to reboot. Yeah, well, well, that's Greg's answer. Big killer alert. Well, we can't reboot your bathroom. You don't know what I can do in my bathroom. That's true. You, bathroom. you don't know. That is an excellent point. You, you do don't all know kinds that you of stuff can in my bathroom. You get out of my bathroom, man. Yeah. You worry about your um, own bathroom. It's like capping in the refrigerator. Right. I mean, last week I learned that I, I made the mistake of saying, so I go into the kitchen, I go into the refrigerator, and Elsie's like, time out, stop. Well, you don't go into people's refrigerators. I thought about that all weekend. Like,. <laughs> Am I, am, I, am I rude? Am I, an, am I an a-hole who goes to somebody's house and like goes in their fridge? Is that not cool? I mean, do you do that? I don't in know. people's I, houses you don't know? No, 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 no. I just didn't. I just thought about it all weekend. Like, wow, I, I guess I do do that sometimes. Yeah. Anyway. You're, you're what we call, at least what my, uh, my, my family would call, confianzul, which means you're a little mm-hmm. too comfortable. Confianzul, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my mama funny. would say that all the time. You're a little, you're a little too comfortable. You get a little comfortable too easy. You know, you want to, you part, you want to be part of the family very quickly. You know what I'm saying? You're just, <laughs> you invite yourself to the barbecue. Right, 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 right. I brought some carne asada too. Like, yeah, why not? You know. <laughs> so, so anyway. Um, Real quick, did you guys see Bill and Melinda Gates are getting divorced? You know, if those two kids, LZ, can't make it, then I don't think anybody can. You know, it's certainly, I don't make it my business to care about other people's business, especially right. when it comes to married life. But I just assume that they were just going to, you know, I don't know, be like like Reagans, right? Like just... Till death do us part. Till death do this, exactly. And I was yeah. like, wow. But I was like, also, you know, the quarantine was rough on a lot of people. Yeah. Maybe she was like, you know what? 20,000 square foot is not enough. Right. I need more space. Right. And <laughs> the other part is this. Now, I know that he they they have some sort of nuptial agreement. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, she she's not going to be like Bezos's wife, who I believe became one of the richest people in the world immediately upon divorce. But she's going to be up there. You know, Oh, she, listen, you know, you think about people who get into their 60s or 70s and they've been married the whole time and then you hear about them getting divorced and you're like i, I can't even believe that i just assumed oh man if you've I, made it this far you just roll through with it yeah of like course. keep it going of course because one time before i got divorced <laughs> this is a totally true story before i got divorced i asked my ex-wife's aunt who yeah. i knew was in a very unhappy marriage right i said i said why do you stay married and she told me 
because she couldn't imagine going out to dinner with other couples by herself, and she couldn't imagine going into the dating world at 70 years old. I once asked a very close friend of mine who was 70, I said, you're getting divorced at 70. Don't you think that's a mistake? Why would you get divorced at 70? And he said to me, because I'm 70, and I don't want to be miserable for the rest of my life. So Bill Gates and Melinda Gates probably have the exact same problem that most couples have, which is when they get to this stage of their lives, they're not interested that much in each other anymore. And you know what? When you got that kind of money, you take yours. I'll take mine. I would like to have, sleep with other people. Let's get divorced. Yeah. I think that last part got you guys. I think that last part, you're like, what? <laughs> well, I'm just, I mean, listen, you think Bill's a pimp like that? I think that um, people are human. They like touch. And uh, when, you, when you were married for all that time and you no longer do that kind of stuff, people start thinking about wanting that again. Yeah. Melinda Gates, 56. She looks great. I mean, I saw that interview they did a uh, couple weeks ago. I think she looks great. I think she can get, she, she can still get, 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 you know, get herself a, you know, a, she could be a cougar, right? She Perhaps. could still get it. Yeah, she yeah. still get it, right? She I'm go out there and, and do her thing. I'm looking at this Bill Gates photo trying to make it work for me. You no, for him. Not happening for you, huh? For it's him, just, no. Right? I just need to slap like some Benjamins over his face and just remind myself why I'm doing this. That's what I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he going to have no problems, LZ. He going to have no problems at all. You know, everybody knows who he is and everybody knows what he got. Dude, you know? dad bod's looking at him like, dude, get in shape. Yeah, he going to have no yeah. problems. Yeah, you know, and as for, for her, you know, young guys, yeah, young guys, she's an attractive lady, guys, I'm sure. You guys are assuming she wants a guy. That's well, that's true. That's that true. is we, fair. That is fair. That is fair. We don't know these things. We don't know. That is 100% fair on your, on your account. When I was I think, covering the 2016 campaign and people were talking about, you know, what Bill had done to Hillary, I will say, no one ever asked what Hillary did. <laughs> And we just assume, right? We just mm. make these automatic assumptions that things are supposed to be one way or the other. So I don't know what Melinda wants. You know, I don't know what Bill wants. You know, I just hope whatever they want, they get it and that they're both happy. And if they got a couple billion they ain't using, just hit a brother up. What did you say, Laura? I said the ladies, we just lie better. <laughs> <laughs> We get away with a lot more things because people usually go to the guy first. It's like, what did you do? I mean, but you never asked what we did. Never. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. <laughs> I think we fair. all just assume that when you've been married 35 years and you're 65 years old or whatever, you're just like, okay, those two may be miserable, but whatever, they're in it for life. You know, not going to get right. And not now. the case. Not the case. Nope. Clearly not the case. Um, all right, real quick, Greg. Where are you on your misery level right now with the Dodgers? Like, I, I feel like that, that's how we judge this around here with the, the Dodgers. Where are you on the level of misery at the moment? I'm, I'm just kind of place. I'm, I'm well, the, the place doesn't matter. They're going to be in first by the end of the season, but I, it's a little bit frustrating. Are they? Yes, they will. I'm not okay. worried about them. Look, they're getting hits. They're going to they're gonna string them together. They're better than everybody else. They're going to eventually be where they're supposed to be. Long, long, long season. Sure. It, it sucks that Dustin May is injured, though. I'm yeah. really, really disappointed because yeah. he has yeah. great yeah. stuff. Yeah. And by Just, the way, they're in second now after yesterday, so my uh, bad on that. Yeah. You right. Know. They salvaged one win. They they blew up their bats for 16 What's runs the date yesterday? in one game. Blew their yeah, you know, but 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 they lost three straight prior to that, and they lost the series mm -hmm. at home against Cincinnati. You know, Greg, you say that they're going to be there yep. with so much confidence, and I true. think Laker fans have that same confidence. As soon as AD and LeBron are back, 
the Lakers go on this this tear. And through the first two games, obviously, we haven't seen it. And obviously, there are there are good teams in the NL West around the Dodgers. They're going to be fighting with them all year long. I don't know that it should just be this automatic assumption that, you know what, it'll all get together and it, they'll be fine. Because there's a lot of problems in the bullpen. Guys aren't hitting. There's injuries in a lot of places. I, there's no guarantees. And so that, that, that attitude of it'll be fine, I'd be a little bit worried right now. It'll be fine. Thank you. <laughs> it's, like, it's like May. Right. <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even real May. It's not even barbecue May. We're still defrosting in May. Like, it's so early. Uh-huh. And the team that won the chip unquestionably got better. And not got better like Lakers got better, because the Lakers got better in a sense they were swapping low-end pieces for other low-end pieces that were younger. No, I mean got better like, and we spent money to get better. So, right. I mean, like, it's May. It's just and baseball. The, and the injuries have already begun. And I'm just, saying that, I'm just saying that, look, um, it is early. That is true. It, it's not so early that we're saying it's April early. Yes, it's early May. But with the amount of injuries that the Dodgers have already sustained, rather than having the we're going to win, it's automatic, it's ours kind of attitude, I'd be just a little bit concerned. I'm happy with them. I mean, not happy, but they getting the injuries out now opposed to in August and September – much rather have it now if they're going to happen. Sure, I think if you're if you're looking at one over the other, for sure, I would say that that's the case that you would want that to be the, the way it happens now. And you're right; it sucks for Dustin May, who you know is a promising young kid and probably won't pitch again till the end of next season. But uh, he'll based, be better, huh? Theoretically, he'll be better. Well, with a bionic arm, is what right. you're saying? That's right, bionics. <laughs> right, Steve Austin, six million dollar man, bionics. Those Tommy John guys. Which which was the last Tommy John guy that didn't come? I back mean, there's there. been a bunch, right? Who was uh, what's his face from uh, Washington? Um, who won the World Series? The when they won Strasburg? The Strasburg. Strasburg was one. Yeah, but, but I mean, who was the last one who didn't come back better? Oh. Oh gosh, I'd have to really. You'd well, have to go I, way I, I back. Would, I wouldn't. Exactly. Somebody would so have to I'm do like, the research. Yeah. So we got Dustin May throwing heat pre Tommy John. I'm expecting 200 miles per hour now. <laughs> 200. There you go. All right. Coming up next, uh, we're going to tell you what's going on with the Lakers. And here's the deal. Um, we've had a little bit of a debate going on. We'll let you weigh in on that. Where are you on the panic meter with the Lakers as they're in a three-way tie for five, which is in essence, you know, can slide them anywhere considering they're playing the Denver Nuggets today. So we'll get into some of that. Uh, the, some of the stuff you're seeing, Dennis Schroeder's out. What does that mean? How healthy is LeBron? AD, do you feel like he could be doing more? All that stuff coming up in just a sec. Ooh, what you need to know is brought to you right by Morocco. Yeah, exactly. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Laura, what do you got? Well, that was a pretty interesting transition to what I want to talk about. Very Morales to end on Spank, Laura. (laughs) Very Morales. About what I want to talk about. So, as we know, J-Lo and A-Rod are no longer together, but there's another guy that's hanging around with her, and that's Ben Affleck. Can we have... What? Yes. Benifer's back. Benifer might be back. Yes, he has been spotted at her LA mansion. Okay, now the crazy thing is. She's watching TiVo. No. No. The crazy thing is, security picks him up, drops him off at a nearby location, and then he goes to her house. But then insiders have said, hey, they've always been friends. This isn't anything crazy new. They're just friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, mm-hmm. how much of that do you guys really believe, A, and LZ, how much do you hang out with your friends? Ex, well, well, you know, ex-friends, ex-boyfriends. Well, first of all, I'm looking at it. He he's clearly has an overnight bag. Oh, yeah. yeah you caught like, that? 
Like I, I caught that. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing I checked for. It's like, okay, friend, what, what, what are we bringing? Oh, that looks like luggage. Yes. <laughs> yes. That suggests yes. something to me. Mm-hmm. Am, have I ever been friends with an ex? Um, yeah. Yeah, I've been friends with exes. Probably because I'm the one doing the breaking up, so it's easier for me to be friends. I agree. I agree. That's always the that's the, that is the case. It is much easier when you are the breaker upper than the break than the broken up. Yeah. Break, breaker up e. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So what's the uh, the deal here? Is that uh, so Ben Affleck and J Lo? Huh? Because you know, listen, it's comfortable. I know you. You know me. We've been there. We've done that. We're You're both in, 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 uh, in, in relationships that just failed, right? right. Yeah, right. You're available. I'm available. Rebound. I need somebody to console me. You right. need somebody. Yes. Yeah. So these are adults. Do your thing. Yeah, I would go with Mark Anthony, though, if I'm going to do a TiVo. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can sing flavor. to you at least. Okay. Maybe he wasn't available. Maybe he wasn't in town. So, you know, maybe she had to Mark move Anthony down the does roster. live in Miami, right? Um, so, and J-Lo's living in L.A., right? So... You know, Ben lives in L.A. It's a little easier. Grubhub. They don't have, have private delivered. jets. What? <laughs> have them delivered. Sounds like it is being delivered. <laughs> right. That is true. That does, you know? It, it just, you know, you, you know, they're using Postmates, LZ. They are using Postmates. I'm trying to look at see what kind of vehicle this is. Oh, it's an Escalade. Nice mm-hmm. and roomy. A white. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, she, the window's down, so she wants you to know what she's doing. Okay? Right, right. Right. Well, you know, you've seen, you know, our pal A-Rod, you know, putting out those thirst trap videos or pictures, right? Him in the pool, uh, you know, in better shape now all of a sudden. Like, he literally put a split, like, a, you know, from like a few months ago when he was a little chunkier during the pandemic. And now that he's ripped and shredded again, like, he's doing that. I'm like, go on with your bad self, man. I'd do it, too, if I looked like that. Yeah, me and Will Smith should find out whatever A-Rod's taking and we should get some. <laughs> That's the norm, though, right? When you break up with somebody, you want to look so good, and they're like, mm-hmm, this is we what you mean. still doing that, though, for real, though? I mean, he Are is. still? He is. I mean, I mean, I'm not talking about Erod, because no. he's different. I mean, like, just people. Like, like oh, yeah, come on, LZ. Are, Are you still kidding doing me? That for real? Absolutely. Let me tell you something, okay? And I think, and, and you, can, you can bring the music down already. I thought Lizzo messed all that up. Once Lizzo Listen. started stripping and stuff, it was just, you know, game uh-huh. over. Do you know how many people... On like, you know, and look, I'm not on Instagram a lot, okay? But you know how many people on Instagram I follow, I can tell when they've broken up with someone or not? Because all of a sudden, those pictures get a lot more wild, okay? All of a sudden, there's a lot less, you know, when it's a dude. Right, if it's a dude, all of a sudden, there's a lot more workout videos, right? Or like, you know, I'm out here, I'm doing things, right? And same thing with the ladies. They're like, I'm out here, I'm doing something, like, you know, and, and, and the clothes look different. Then all of a sudden, they're not just dressing like, you know, T-shirts and jeans. or No, no, no. All of a sudden, they dress to the nines, okay? Male or female. But so I can it? tell right away on somebody's question, Instagram. Though. Here's my question, though. Are they doing it for them, or are they doing it to dig at the other person? That's what they're doing. They're doing it to dig. No. It's bo- no, it's both. It, I think, I think there's a percentage, okay? I mm. think that there is a – now, it depends on how petty you are. That, that percentage swings, right? Um, so, uh-huh. right? Uh, Laura, I think there's a, yeah. there's a percentage you do it for yourself, but there is a percentage you're doing it because of the other person. Yeah. Recently single person here, so yes – all of that. <laughs> you're single because you broke up with the guy who wears the Crocs, no, and now no, that, you're that's now old. you're that's old. You're taking pictures of guys with cooler shoes. No, that was very old. Uh. <laughs> the Croc guy was a long time. That Croc ago. guy was like five guys ago, probably. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> um, so anyway, so right, it, there is a percentage. What was your percentage 
for you versus the person? Me? Yeah. Oh, 99 me, 1% him. Okay. That's healthy. Yeah. But I don't think that's most people. No, because I have I have a friend that just broke her guy broke up with her and she's like, I was like, girl, tone it down just a little bit. <laughs> right, right. I love you. Gotta you gotta tell him what's up. Yeah, you gotta tone it down because oh, it that, that's that's bad. It looks she bad just on you. Spend a lot of time like push, pushing pictures to show him like I'm good without you and in fact I'm better without you. Like is that what you're saying? Not better without you, but be. I feel like okay, I'm someone who naturally posts pictures, right? And we talked about my weight loss, so I'm I'm very proud of that. So me posting a picture, you know, saying, hey, I feel good today. It's not out of the norm. Her doing it, it's like you've never done that. So where mm. is this coming from? It's out of character. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll, I'll put it up to the phones. 877-710-ESPN. When you see people on social media posting pictures, can you tell if they are recently uh, divorced or recently broken up out of a relationship, male or female, because I can tell right away, like quick as hell. Hell, so it just, it also, a lot of it has to do with the posts that they put up. You know, they put like this cryptic stuff, like, you know, uh, you know, make sure you do things for yourself, get yourself I mean, that's right. That's different, though. That's different, though. No, that's, but they write like, those captions, too, but, so, if they, so if they're doing all that, then, then hell yeah. It's, of course. It's that's what people. I'm saying, though. <laughs> Yeah, all those captions and inspirational quotes yeah. that people yeah. post, that is a total middle finger to whoever they're speaking of to. Of course it I is. I feel attacked right now. <laughs> oh, there you go. 877-710-ESPN. All right, I in the interim. I particularly like those posts from the dudes living at home, talking about make themselves better one day at a time, keep grinding. Yeah. But you're at the house with your mama. Why don't you just put your phone down? <laughs> so if we're doing captions, LZ, how do we feel about this caption after the Kings lost from LeBron? I knew I wasn't going to get back to 100%. It's impossible. I don't think I'll ever get back to 100% in my career. That's crazy. I mean, this is a man who's frustrated. When you say when you're frustrated, particularly athletes, I've noticed that they will say things that later they recant or wish they hadn't said or, you know, or, or just flip on right like so as long as you're in the media you're gonna have those moments lebron's been in the media for 20 years so he's gonna have plenty of moments in which he says something and it's like oop he was out of pocket for it or oop he didn't mean it to that extreme but he was speaking out of frustration he was speaking out of anger or etc it's gonna happen but i have a very hard time believing that he sincerely feels that way because he said it out loud and the one thing you don't do when you're king is says, eh, I may have lost it. You don't do that. So I don't think it's real. I just think it's just a frustrated athlete who's not where he was before the injury and not where he wants to be, just kind of having like, you know, a word salad. But he clearly doesn't really feel that way because if he had, he would have never have told us. Or maybe he thinks that the Lakers are in big trouble right now. Maybe he's just, and granted it was Friday, but let's take a look at where we are today. That's a ghetto bird, by the way, flying over the house. I was going to say, that is some, I didn't know what that was. I thought, was it, is it Greg and Laura playing? Right, helicopter sound effects. And and, like, it's very unusual. Like, I can see other people looking because we're like going, why is there a ghetto bird over here? (laughs) (laughs) It really was. It did sound like a sound effect. (laughs) Is this woke culture? What's happening out here? Uh, so anyway, Scott, you were saying you think that maybe he's saying it could- think, like, If I'm LeBron, I may be looking at what's going on right now, and here's what might be in my mind. I'm hurt. I'm not good enough to play right now. 
I don't know that I'm going to play through this kind of pain. And even if I do, I don't know that it's enough. AD's not the same guy that he was. Drummond hasn't been put into our system. We haven't played with him enough. Um, I just think that LeBron could be looking at the reality that some of us are looking at, which is this is no guarantee for all the thought that put AD and LeBron back on the floor and boom, just like that, they become the champs again. They are an injured group, and I think that we're underestimating. I say it like that because we haven't talked too much about it yet today. But Dennis Schroeder and what his absence is going to mean over the next two weeks, and then what does it mean when he ultimately comes back? This is an unknown. So there are lots of things that have all... Remember when LeBron was talking about the weather report and the storm is coming? Well, the perfect storm has just hit, and I'm not sure that it's the storm that he was predicting. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's the same storm either, that's for sure. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Uh, Haru in South Pasadena. What's up, Haru? Hey, what's up, guys? It's a pleasure to be on the line with uh, LZ and Sodano. Not so much Caitlin, but all right. Just to echo what uh, LZ was saying earlier, as a Laker fan and having 17 championships, we have a different value for every championship. See, if you're from like Miami, let's say, and you only have three, you will value every one of those championships. The same if you were from Toronto, you wouldn't care who was on the floor. You will value that one championship. Just wanted to point that out. Also, in when Michael Jordan won his first championship, he won it because Worthy and Scott were not on the floor. Although, yes, he let, let, let me ask you a question. Haru, Haru, yeah. can I ask you a question? Go ahead. In 2009, the Lakers won a championship, right? I was going to mention that too, but we, but we didn't win it the other year because Bynum wasn't on the floor. No, no, no. no. So I wasn't I actually mentioning that. that. I wasn't going to mention that. In 2009, you were very excited the Lakers won a championship, right? Of course. Against, yeah, against Orlando, right? Um, you know, you realize you beat a seven-game, you know, won a seven-game series against the Houston Rockets where Yao Ming got hurt in that series, right? He wasn't available. That did, that make, did that make you feel any, any different? It kind of did a little bit. Oh, I didn't see or did it or did I just point that out? But I'm saying that there's different values to championships. If you have a whole bunch of them, you can contrast. You can appreciate some, and then you can say, yeah, that one we got, but it wasn't as worthy as the other one. But if you just have one. <laughs> but I, I found know, it fascinating that you didn't even mention it until I brought it up. Well, that's because you mentioned it because you want to make your point, which I understand. But we still right. won the chip. But, it, but you, full, didn't, you didn't even remember, which is my point. That's true. You're right. I did not remember that. There you go. But I do remember all the championships that we have won that are that are great, like the one with Magic in 1980 without Kareem. You know what I mean? But there's but well, my point is that when you have a lot of championships, and you're not a you're not from a loser town. You understand that you can contrast. But if you only have one or a, or three or two, then you don't really understand the value of a championship. That's okay. just my point. I mean, I guess I I understand what you're saying. Like no one is discrediting the Lakers are the crown jewel of the NBA. But you yourself, and thank you for the call, forgot that Yao Ming was not available in that series that you went seven with. Like you know, so like I, again, like you don't remember, which is the point. Danny and Torrance, go ahead, Danny. Hey guys, thanks for having me on. I'm uh, happy to be here. I have a very different perspective on the social media posts when you're single after breaking up as opposed to doing it for yourself or to show up uh, your ex. For me, how was I supposed to let everybody know I was single again? Mm. So I had to post up on there, hey, uh, you know, subtly at first, but eventually like, hey, check out my new place or I'm out or whatever, because how else are people going to know? Tender, grinder. 
Scrub. Right, but I'm talking about the the 3,000 people I already have on social media that I'm sure some of them have been wanting to date me, but... Think I'm <laughs> wow, you're so sure, huh? How come you so? How come you so sure, my man? I guess I'm just confident, and I I don't know. You get the feeling from some people, but you don't want to just flat out say, "Hey, I'm single." So you got to do something. No, I listen. I actually think you're onto it because there are definitely people in your social media world where you're like, "Listen, unfortunately, right now I'm unavailable." But if I were to become available. You're on my top 10 list of people. So I want to make sure that you see my place. You want to see that I got myself into shape because now maybe it's our time, baby. That's right. But you got to do it subtly because, I mean, I'm not a jerk like that and want to, you know, her or her friends, you know, see me. I don't know. I didn't want to be too blatant about it at first. And then somebody told me that she changed her profile to be single. So I was over it. There you go. That's it. Now it's your turn. You went from it's complicated to single. That's different. All right, Danny, thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. All right, coming up next, we'll continue this discussion. Can you tell when somebody's uh, single based on their social media? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We'll continue the Lakers discussion as well and the Dodgers. Oh, boy. They've got some, uh, some questions. And how do they plug some of these potential holes that they've got here now uh, or they've had recently? And have the bats finally woken up? Do they, do they have Joe Boo in the uh, clubhouse like they did in Major League? We'll get to that in two and a half minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So down to LZ Cap with you here. We got a couple minutes before we turn it over to Sliwa and Michael mm-hmm. as the Lakers are taking on the Nuggets today. And... Uh, <laughs> People are weighing in on the conversations about how you can tell someone's single on social media. Now, LZ, you said during the break that back in your single days that mm-hmm. there'd be what? There'd be, depending on so- how someone looked, they could do what? Ruin your what? Oh, they can, they can mess up my credit if they're fine <laughs> enough. <laughs> Laura? What? Hell no. You, you ain't messing up my credit? You're fine enough. You know, no, no. I trust. Mess no. Mess around give you my, my Amex. Hell no. I work hard for mine, so you ain't messing with my ish. You better bring your ish. No. Let's just say I've always lived the same way as LZ is just talking about right there. <laughs> Greg, has that what? happened to you? Oh, well, no. I, I'm i usually the one getting my credit messed up. No, that's what other. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, really? that's, that's really? my life. Uh, 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 well, uh, uh, an ex-wife, or you mean like just a girlfriend? Oh, uh, the ex-wife, girlfriend. Yeah, it's, it's been multiple. Oh, dude, don't even get me started. Divorce <laughs> screws everybody up, okay? Unless well, divorce Gates, does ha- yeah, hurt the credit, too, right. I would If imagine. you're Bill Gates, you're like, okay, here's your $5 billion, Here's mine. $5 okay? billion. Well, whatever the number is, you know, but whatever it is, it's, it's such that you're like, I don't care. I'm not going to miss it, and she's set for life, and, you know, it, it's all good. When you got big, big, big money... I mean, don't get me wrong, things can get nasty, but it, it can be easy as in, you take yours, here's mine. But when you're not like rich like that, oh, dude, divorce kills everybody, at least in my experience. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Don't get but, divorced. That is but my the advice credit, to you. See, I, I, I'm with Laura. I draw the line at the credit, man. Hell no. Yeah. You're fine. 
Yeah. As Latinos, I, we work hard for that, man. I, 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 I co-signing on, on anything, literally and, phys, and figuratively mm -hmm. in that situation. I'm like, no, nah, dog, you got, you, we cool, but you got to find a way to you know, oh, ask man. your mom. Did you ask your mom? That, that would be my thing. It'd be like, you ask you know, your mom? Did you no. ask your mom or dad? But George, you're on ESPN. I see you on NBA games. I know, I know, girl, but you, you know what it is? This. Here's how I get out of that. You know, girl, but the reality, you know what it is, is I got a lot of stuff, you know, I'm I'm tied up. You know, I got my money tied up in a lot of things right now. You know what oh, I mean? Really? I'm not as liquid as you think I am because, I, you know, I got investments. Ooh, I got this. I got that. Even, right, that ain't nice. going to get the job done, yeah. George. I may, I do something move else, on, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not liquid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're not liquid, <laughs> guess liquid. what? Ooh, if, you're, if you're not ooh. liquid. She ain't going to know what that means either. Ooh, ooh that's <laughs> bad. Why you bring with George? He not even liquid. Mm -mm. Yeah. That's fine, girl. But we we and once you asking me to co-sign for something, we we just dating? Oh hell no. We out. I'm out. That's like forget about red flag. That's like raise all the red flags. Mm -hmm. I mean, listen. I'm just following Cardi B's example. She laid out the, the framework and I'm like going, "Okay, oh, that's how it gets done." Okay, I understand yeah. now. Hi. Right. <laughs> Let me sneak in Kayla here. Kayla in Thousand Oaks. Kayla, what's up? Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, what's up? So what I was going to say, you can absolutely tell if somebody's single on social media because it's the way that everybody announces they're single without actually announcing that they're single. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. By the content, the photos, the quotes. It's the way they can get it out there to the universe, send out those positive vibes, and then hopefully get something good in return. Yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah. You're putting it out there in the universe. Bring we it back you. to me. Mm -hmm. Have you ever mm -hmm. ever had to tell one of your friends to tone it down though? Like Laura? I'm you sorry. know, I haven't had to have them I haven't had to sit them down and tell them, but it, it's pretty obvious. And you know what they're trying to do. So you know, but, to each their own. But here here's the thing for you. Do you already have people sliding into your DMs currently? Me, personally? No, mm -hmm. I don't deal with that. No, you don't well, see, that's no. when it's a jump. That's when you can really tell. But if you're already getting a steady stream, then you're not going to feel extra thirsty when you're single because you've been sipping already. That's a valid point. <laughs> All right. Well, Kayla, thank you for listening, and thank you for calling in, young lady, okay? Uh, thank Appreciate you, you. All right. Thank you. Can All I right. just say that, that by tomorrow, if the Lakers beat the Nuggets tonight, by tomorrow, all the panic might go away. But what do you think the chances are, given that LeBron's not going to play? So the panic could go through the roof in advance of Thursday against the Clippers. Oh, it's going to be fascinating. Listen, if they win tonight, to your point, everything gets relaxed a little bit. If they lose, oh boy. Oh, boy. Tomorrow's show will be interesting. So make sure you tune into that. LZ Granderson, excellent work as always. You too, brothers. Scott Kaplan, excellent work as always. Much love to all. Greg and Laura, great job. Uh, Sliwa and Michael, pregame, Lakers, Nuggets, next.